Welcome back to Self Love 365, the daily podcast where we dig into the practice and concepts of self love. I'm your host, Lily, and this is day 36 a self love reset. Week six mantra is, I remain curious about my self-love practice. Hello, congratulations. You have made it to week six of self-love 365. Actually, we have made it because I am here taking this journey with you. And it's time for a little review which I like to call a self-love reset. Um, If you've been listening since the beginning, you might remember that I mentioned that occasionally throughout this journey, this year-long journey, we will take breaks. And so today I want to explain what that means and how it's different from traditional break, which means to stop doing something, and why I call it a reset instead of a break. So that will all become clear to you. And then the rest of the week, we will review, we'll go, we'll, we'll practice resetting our self love, and we'll see what happens. So and if you are new to the podcast, this is a good week to jump in. Because um, we're going to be talking about some of the things that we've talked about over the past six weeks, we're going to be reviewing those things. And you can sort of take notes and see what sounds interesting and what you might want to go back, which episodes you might want to go back and listen to. And um, I don't have a a perfect knowledge of (laughs) which episodes were on what days or or what topics were on what days. But certainly, um, if I remember an exact episode or reference an exact episode, I'll try to put that in the show notes. Uh, One more request before we go on, or maybe this is my first request of this podcast. I would love it if you would share this podcast with someone else. As mentioned, this is a good week for people to hop on board since we're reviewing and kind of um, taking a little self-love breather, as I like to call it. This is a good week for people to hop on board. So if you can think of anyone that might get something from this podcast, whether they want to listen daily or they want to binge it on the weekends, what um, the process is totally up to them. But if you think they'd like the content, then I ask that you please share it with them. And you can share the link to the podcast through Anchor, or I believe you can share it pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's all the business part of the podcast. And now we can move forward with our content. I mentioned a self-love breather. Um, I think instead of talking about whether we can take a break from self-love, which is the answer to that is a big fat no. 
um, it's useful to think of times in our life when we need to slow down, keep it simple, learn from the past, um, not add more to our plate. Um, during those times, I think it works better for, for self-love practice to think of those times as a time when we take a self-love breather. So breather is not stepping away altogether. It's very important. I don't want you and I don't want myself to lose any of the healthy habits, to forget any of the antidotes or strategies that we've been practicing. Um, so if we, if we were to take a, a break, which is a stop where we step away and come back later, then we might lose some of those things. And also we might forget how to love ourselves daily. We might forget um, the sort of minutia of a healthy self-love practice because we are only in week six, but honestly, I've been practicing self-love for quite some time now. And even if I just take a break for a day, um, it's really hard. That day itself is hard because I'm disconnected from myself and my loving relationship with myself. But it's also really challenging to get back into it. And then um, more than a reset, it becomes like a restart. So that is what we don't want. However, a breather is more fluid. It's more flexible. Um, you can work it into, so a breather can be part of your self-love practice instead of stopping and starting the practice. And the only thing it means is maybe if you think about when you're breathing consciously, like sort of a conscious breath versus just going through your day and breathing in and out. The thing that's different about a breather is that you are um, much more present. You're much more in your body and you're taking notice. You might be taking notice of how that breath feels in your body. You might be trying to clear your head, taking notice of things that are boggling your mind and trying to step away from them. Um, I mean, over the past couple of days, it's been a bit of a whirlwind emotionally for me. And I found myself taking a lot of breathers just as a way to pause. As you know, I'm a big fan of the pause, just as a way to pause, check in with myself, check in with my body, my mind, my soul. How am I feeling in this moment? How am I reacting? Is that the way I want to act? I do this probably, you know, all the time. I know I do it all the time. I can't put a number on it. But certainly when I'm feeling more hectic or stressed or anxious, um, something, a, a hurricane, an impending hurricane can definitely make you feel stressed and therefore a while we thought we were going to get it here and 
we thought it was going to touch down here in Connecticut and my heart goes out to anyone who was affected. Um, and I, I, I wish a speedy, <laughs> speedy recovery to everyone who lost power or, or may have been hurt. Um, but when we thought it was going to touch down here in Connecticut as someone who, with anxiety, of course, I started reacting to that in my anxiety, um, which as we know, is not grounded in reality. It's a mask from authenticity. Um, and it's also totally normal. So I found myself taking a lot of breathers and, and specifically last night as I finally settled down and knew I needed to go to sleep but couldn't sleep, I really had to focus on my breath and focus on myself and what I needed in that moment and, and also bring myself back to reality by remembering everything that's true and also me noticing things that aren't true that I was believing. So one of the worst things you can do, or I will say one of the most harmful things you can do during time of stress or anxiety or even just busyness is to put it off. So you're probably well practiced enough in self-love that you will have an instinct of like, Hey, maybe I should slow down a minute here and, and see, you know, check in with myself and make sure this is the way I'm acting or feeling is, um, within the parameters I've set for myself, it, that it is loving. So you might have that instinct, which is great, but then you're also combating, remember years, we are also combating years of, um, unhealthy loving relationships and a lack of love with ourself. So quickly that, um, I guess, critic, if you will, in your brain is going to jump in and say, you don't have time for that. You're already stressed enough. Um, you know, self-love is so much work. Why don't you just save it for tomorrow? Tomorrow will be better. Um, and that that's harmful for all the reasons I've mentioned, because it's, it is actually going to set you back <laughs> in your practice. So we don't want a self-love set you back. We want a self-love reset. Okay. Um, if, if you start feeling like you need a break from self-love, then I actually think that's an indication that you need a break from everything else and you need to dig into self-love. You need to go deeper. You need to ground yourself in it. Self-love is not the thing that we take a break from. Take a break from everything else, not self-love. So that's all for today. For your action item, I want to go back to kind of what we did in week one, which was to get really aware and stay present and mindful about how we're feeling. Chances are, since it's the last week of August and a transition is coming up, many of us are parents, so that's one transition. Whether you're a parent or not, your summer is about to end, most likely. 
So when, when we're in um, transitional times, more likely than not, we are going to feel stressed. Um, we are going to feel anxious and worried, which leads to tiredness, leads to a whole host of other problems, low energy. So I'm guessing that I'm not the only person that's feeling a little bit run down. And so for your action item, I really want you to pay attention to what your brain is telling you and really whether or not it's real and it, and it, um, it checks with what you know to be true about self-love. So for example, as I go throughout my day and I'm, I'm doing, finishing up an editing job, I'm getting ready for a market this weekend. I'm helping to plan a retreat for the fall. Um, Monday's always a day when I'm trying to clear up my inbox. I have a telehealth appointment today to discuss the medication I'm on. And then, um, in my spare time, you know, tonight's my night to cook dinner for the family. It's Monday night. Um, and the weather sucks. So what are we going to do with these dogs? Right? So all of this is swirling throughout my head, even right now at whatever time o'clock it is in the morning. All of this is going through my head. So how do I fit in self-love into that, into that swirl? So as I'm going throughout the day, I'm going to remember my action item is to breathe, to check in, to pause. We don't have to make any major decisions. We're just noticing. Do I feel like I need a break from self-love? Why is that? What else is happening? You might want to, if you are able and have the kind of lifestyle where this works, you might want to keep a little notebook with you and really track how you're feeling throughout the day. And if you're up to it, since this whole week is a self-love reset, you could track how you're feeling throughout the week. And let me tell you, it will be insightful and it would be really great to, to have that at, at the end of the week and to look back on. Okay, I will talk to you tomorrow. This episode of Self Love 365 was recorded, edited, and produced by me, your host, Lily. Thanks to Henry Liu for our music and Jesse at Little Legends Design Studio for our custom graphics. And thanks to you for listening.